0: cool. And we'll just hop straight into it. So this is take two, believe it or not, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, take two of episode three. Tech, take two of episode three. Well, everybody, welcome back to iMind. Uh, if you got here from Instagram, thank you for that. Uh, make sure to give us a follow on Instagram. Keep up with the posts. Uh, drop us some likes. It helps us out a little bit. Uh, and then if you're on YouTube, you're watching it. Thank you a lot because that helps out a ton. So drop a like, hit subscribe, hit that notification bell so you can know when we upload. We'll be doing one a week, episodes come out on Friday, and uh, yeah, we're just going to be talking about like our lives and just kind of what we're thinking. Um, I'm Thad, this is Ryan. What's up? Um, and then one thing to know, we actually got video, so now you guys can see us. I know that like we're not absolute units like you guys thought from the last, from the audio, <laughs> but, but that's all right. So uh, since it is take two, um, you know, this is flowing a little bit better. I think it's, I think it's good because we're, um, we're getting into it. So. We have a one story, and it's kind of like.
1: Let's let's work into it. How you been, Thad? How's it going? Yeah, I've been
0: I've been good. So um, yeah, this week I just kind of I've been going out a little bit, been uh, doing homework. Kind of all got slammed with homework this week, you know. But it's it's all right. And then how was your week? Doing pretty good. It was
1: it was decent, you know. Um, this year I'm actually getting a social life back after last year was just a straight shaft. At the end of the day, most engineers can you know. They can feel that on a on a real one. But yeah, all in all, like still got lungs in my air in my lungs. So can't complain. Yeah,
0: yeah, things are going good. So yeah, good to hear that we're doing good. Um hopefully everybody listening is doing good. I know we don't have a ton of listeners, but we do have a few, so there's a ton there's a few people that are listening. Um three. Take it or leave it. <laughs> three three, take it or leave it. Yeah, I think our last video got six views, and we're recording the next one. So it's, that's pretty good for just over the weekend, though. So six views for over the weekend. Um, yeah, but we're doing good. So I think we have a pretty funny story today. It's kind of like shocking to me. It's not my story. It's, it's Ryan's story. But it's just kind of a funny situation, uh, one that should not be in college whatsoever. So it's going to be uh, kind of a throwback to high school days. That's going to be what we're going through. So. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It is. A straight show out of a high school drama, you know, like it shouldn't be happening like this, anyway, so let me set the scene, right one of my boys, we'll call him Kyle <laughs> he, uh just broke up with this chick that he was dating for a while, anyway, so they're in the it's complicated stage of their relationship, they, they're actually separated, but they still love each other and they're trying to figure stuff out, right, well y'all know how that how that runs, right, so that kind of sets the stage for it a little bit so uh these girls from another athletics team they were uh they have to do this thing called date dash and they have to get a guy to go with them and it's not so much on the romantic side just to dress up it's like a halloween thing that people dress up in costumes It's just at like one of the people's houses and they just have a fun time you know so anyway uh this chick that was showing us some stuff she um that's a good friend of mine she She's, like, stressing about who who am I going to take. Like, she doesn't know anyone. She feels like she's, like, super secluded here at the university, whatever. So I was, like, you know, I out of the kind of, kind of my heart, like, I'll go with you. Like, no biggie, right? All good. And so another one of my boys, we'll call him. Um, it's a good name.
0: Uh, Let's go with Benny. 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 Benny's a good
1: name. Yeah, Benny. Benny he was talking to a girl from this athletics team who's already going to this thing, and so they linked up, right? They're going to go as a, as a, a, actually as a piece, you know? And so I was just going to go, you know, just have fun with this friend of mine, just easy breezy, nothing, I'll, I'll chill. So anyway, at the end of the day, we're telling Kyle about, hey, like, we're going to this date dash thing, and like, uh, this girl I'm going with's friend thinks my boy's cute, Kyle's cute, and that she'd want to go with him, right? And so, you know, we're trying to, this girl and I were trying to, you know, make that connection happen between the two. Just, you know, just, I don't know, just fun. You know, just have fun at the end of the day. Anyway, so my boy just starts grilling me about me going with the chick I'm going to go with because I'm just going to, like, to have fun with a friend. And he would rather go with her because he thinks that she's cuter than her friend. You know, and I was like, oh, that's it's <laughs> a little cold to say. <laughs> Granted, most of this was, you know, kind of in the locker room talk and confidence a little bit. But,
0: um... Yeah, um, to hell with confidence, apparently. <laughs> so, I mean, hopefully, there's nobody listening to this, so it's not a big deal. It's episode three, so we get to kind of bury our, or bury our uh, <laughs> just bury all the comments behind episode three to, like, 70. We're, we're in the clear now, but, uh, yeah, definitely a little bit of a confidential story. Yeah, so
1: anyway, so he's just grilling me for a good, like, ten minutes of just back and forth, like, yo, you should, you, should, like... Why are you being so selfish about it? Just, if you're just going for fun, go with the, the uglier of the two. Blah, 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 blah. Ah, ugly's not... He Damn didn't say bro. ugly. He <laughs> didn't say <laughs> ugly. I, I can't say that. He didn't say ugly, but... Basically, I want to go with this one chick, right? And I was like, why? And he's like, well, she would be a good backup if... He, this... Like, the relationship he's that's complicated doesn't work out. And as soon... Like, up to that point, I was considering it. You know what I mean? Just like, I'm just going for fun. Like, no biggie. He thinks this girl's cute. And then he says, oh she would be a good backup. It's like, all right, at that point, even though that's my boy, I just lost a lot of respect for you in that split second. Not so much for you, but just, you're kind of disrespecting her by saying she's a backup. Granted, it was all in fun talk, you know?
0: Yeah, that's bad. That's all I was going to say. This is bad. This <laughs> is bad. <laughs> yeah. Granted,
1: he doesn't actually think that way, but as soon as he said it, I was like, you know, uh, nah, it's just not happening. Like, I'm, I'm going to stick with her. And just have fun right so next day i get a i get a text from my my friend and she's like hey this uh whole sit like what's going on with like you know like your your friend group like kyle just hit me up like and was trying to anyway i'll, I'll say it a different way so she texts him and was trying to like you know make that connection between this other chick her friend and kyle and so after she's like hey so do you know such and such and he goes yeah uh, but I was hoping to go to the uh, date dash with you. And basically, my boy goes behind my back, <laughs> betrays my trust, and is trying to slide his way in without bringing it up with me.
0: Well, no, he brought it up with you. You had the conversation. Like, no, nah, I don't think that's a good idea. And this is after that conversation, he's like, nah, I'm going I'm to slither my way back behind the door. right?
1: <laughs> yeah, like straight up trying to like, one of the doors closed and he's trying to just like, like slide his way in. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, it's funny that he's doing that. First of all, in such a high school move to try to do. You know what I mean? Like, who does that? At the end of the day, like, at least at least shoot your boy a warning. Like, hey, I don't care. I'm still gonna shoot my shot
0: before you do it. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so I... <laughs> yeah, that would. I mean, it would have made it a little different, but that would have also been hilarious if you were just like, Ryan, I don't care. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make the shot anyways yeah yeah that would have been so funny
1: and so basically the uh, i'm just texting her back and forth and we're just like she was like this is kind of awkward right and i was i thought it was hilarious that he, uh, hilarious but also like why are you doing me like this <laughs> like i didn't even feel any way about it because i'm just going with her as a friend, right and so he um uh, she uh whatever later on that day text me and was like hey I texted Kyle like, regardless, he's going with my friend. <laughs> like, gave him no option, and it was the most satisfying middle finger of all time to my boy. And like, he doesn't know I know. Like, I she just sent me screenshots of the text, so she like straight up exposed him to me. He doesn't. She doesn't. He doesn't know that she did that. And oh, bro,
0: I wanted to grill him on it so hard today. I thought you, I thought you were gonna grill him. We well, can just pretend that you did, and we we'll make it up. So after you talked to him about it, what, what was his response? Oh, no, yeah, but I, I definitely was going to grow him.
1: I was going to grow him hard. And I, I told my uh, Benny about the situation before. And so he's like, I'm on board. We're going to roast this man, right? He's straight exposed. He got caught in the act, red-handed. And then I, I hit up that girl I was going with. I was like, hey, how hard can I go on? He's like, she's like, please don't do it. It obviously it's gonna, just gonna start more, but it would be so satisfying just to be like, just start reading the like the text message like word for word, and then her going, oh no, you are going with such and such.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think you should still do it after, like after, after it happens. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah. think yeah. after. So have that conversation with that homegirl home after, after everything, everything, and then maybe grill him after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe like after the dance or something or the date dash
1: thing, I'll I'll walk okay. up and be like, So what's up, homie? <laughs> like you just don't do that too. Like, that is the epitome of bro code. And granted, bro code is whatever you want to call it, but that's just like you don't step over that line. <laughs> and like so if that was like, Was he drunk? Like what time did he text her? And it was like two in the afternoon. I was like, I we're college students but still I would hope my boy ain't absolutely sauced out 2 p.m on a Monday <laughs> you know what I mean yeah.
0: yeah um well it's funny to me like there was no stakes and he still decided to do that like you still have a girlfriend like you weren't trying to get at the girl it's just a friend thing uh, but also like homeboy Kyle he's got a girl that he's kind of pursuing right now maybe don't double team um especially if like you're in it's complicated phase because somebody's gonna get hurt and that just blows for the other person. That's terrible. Yeah. Absolutely. It's it's, it's going to happen, you know? Like, I don't care what anyone
1: does to try to hide something. Like, at the end of the day, if you do something you're not supposed to, it's going to be found out. Like, let's be real here. You can be the sneakiest guy in the world. Is going to come around to bite you. If not now,
0: later in life. Yeah, I mean, like, that, that like says something about your character. So, like, you know, like, if you're willing to do that one time, probably willing to do that later, you know? So... And when you get away with something super small, start getting away with stuff a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger, then it's just like... It's, molly the, it's it. the snowball effect. right? as engineers say, uh, a exponential effect. <laughs> the
1: exponential graph, just straight up. Yeah, I, so I was, it was such a satisfying like mental middle finger to my boy. Just like, Kyle, you try to do this to me. I'm trying to help out a friend, and you trying to slide in while you're disrespecting you're not girl or a girl, you're a girl like this. Like, come on bro. Anyway, eventually I'll bring it up with him and maybe I'll give you guys an update in a later episode, but oh, oh my goodness. I was sad. so, it was, it was such a satisfying feeling of like, yeah, like step off fam.
0: Yeah. I mean like, it's just a funny situation. And obviously like the girl, like she was being sweet to him. Like she, the, re- the main reason she didn't want to do that is to protect her friend. Cause she's actually a good friend. Like it wasn't that like, she was just trying to like, curb stomp Kyle. It wasn't that wasn't the case. She was just trying to be a good friend. Like she's like, no my my friend likes you. I'm not gonna take you. That would be terrible for her. You know that would suck.
1: Yeah, and like regardless, she just like, she let him down like nicely on a pillow. Just like let him down nicely just on, on this little armrest. You know this was her, and she was just like, here you
0: go. <laughs> let me just set you down here for a while. You know what I'm saying? How was it, like, at practice with you and Benny? Like, because you guys both knew, and then you guys, like, just couldn't bring it up. You just were standing there, like, looking at him, like, do you mean mugging him the whole time? Or, like, what?
1: No, we weren't mean mugging him, but definitely when that friend of ours came to our practice today, any little thing that my boy Kyle did that was, like, directed toward her in any manner, me and my boy, Ben, were just like, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying it was just like obviously we don't think anything of it but just like the funny factor of him and I just looking at him like bro you just got like rejected hardcore for one trying to slide in like and then two trying to do your girl dirty like oh man so it was it was a pretty funny day of just like that you know that little sly look you give your boy just like bro we know but you don't know we know
2: yeah
0: I just imagined that that was pretty funny experience um, also we should note like like Benny and Kyle are like reoccurring people. We didn't it like we didn't give the girls names not because we hate women, just because <laughs> just because they're not reoccurring. <laughs> so clear that You don't hate women? not 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 most women. You know? Most women am okay with. You know. Um my most guys I'm okay with. There's just some bad people in the world, you know? <laughs>
1: I think there's more bad bad people than good people in the world. Yeah,
0: (laughs) we we should talk about that. So, like, do you think people are naturally good or do you think people are naturally evil?
1: Uh, I think definitely we tend toward bad things in life, whether it's, like, irresponsibility, uh, not being able to balance certain things, right? Like, for the most part, people do live life, like, somewhat good. But it's kind of like the, like, is it second law? You always go to, it always goes to disorder of thermodynamics. Is that first or second law?
0: Um, there's the law of entropy, which means that the world is always trending more towards chaos. Yeah, so that's what you're talking about. I kind of equate it to that similarly. And I guess with the end of the first story
1: is the begin, beginning of the first live on visual shot of Jaeger. Also, Jaeger. Yeah.
0: Hi, mom and dad. How you guys doing? Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> if my mom and dad ever see this, oh my lord, they're they're gonna be wanting to talk to that. Yeah, I want
0: to I want to talk about this conversation, but we we should address this. Like, our parents are kind of different. I think. Like my dad, my dad will drink with me. Like he'll throw down. My mom, mom too. You know, they they're a little bit more open to it. Um, I don't know. And and you. Yeah, go for
1: it. <laughs> I mean, my parents are not against drinking by any means, but my dad is allergic, right? Yeah, uh, he's allergic, so he'll have a beer and puke. So, growing up, alcohol is never on the too high on the priority list of wanting to have a beer with your son when you're going to puke, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if my dad will watch this, but like, I know that you're kind of disappointed that I don't drink beer with you. Um, I just like, I just don't like beer that much, man. <laughs> I, we had, we had, trust whiskey, me, he tried, he tried this year. We had a whiskey on the porch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like, yeah, he tried, but like we had a whiskey on the porch and like, that was enjoyable. Like, I really, I really like that. So, you know, it's just, you just like what you like. I mean, I can't, I can't control that. You know, I'm really trying, I'm trying to give beer shots. It's just not, it's not clicking, bro.
1: <laughs> he tried. Definitely. He tried in great quantities. It just has not clicked and so with the whole alcohol story like whenever it comes to anything college life my mom is just the type of person to say I don't want to know just don't tell me you know she's such a pure individual she just she doesn't want to know about her boy doing x y or z you know just tell me the good stuff and leave the bad stuff out so not that she would considers as bad like she'll have a glass of wine or something like that but with any parent I feel like the worry is not being able to balance correctly balance out like anything in life whether it's alcohol hanging out with friends education like it, it's bad if you the only thing you do is study you know what i mean it's that's bad right if you have no social life
0: yeah, yeah. i think the other main concern with alcohol is just that it does really destroy lives oh you want another one um i just wanted something to sip on so um but yeah it, it does really destroy lives like you you got to be careful with it so like you know we only we drink when we have it's a reward for us like you know we get we get to the end of our week right now so this is kind of start of our week, but like, it's after a long weekend working, you know, it's, it's not like, and like, we have people around us that would hold us accountable too. like, and we're very, we, we, we hold keep each, each other, each other accountable yeah. first of all. And then,
1: especially with me with athletics, I have to keep up with stuff regardless, <laughs> but either way, we would think, to, we think we have our head screwed on
0: somewhat, right, you know, at the end of the day, but yeah yeah for sure um so sorry about that little aside but like okay so you're saying that people are most mostly trend towards uh towards like evil like laziness uh kind of like the seven deadly sins like people kind of trend trend towards that selfishness i think is the biggest the biggest one um i think even good people struggle with selfishness on the daily yeah i don't think people are naturally good um i don't think that they are and i think that that's why we kind of need god to realign us um you know, like, it, like the image of God, when we fell, um, that was, like, tarnished, you know? But it's not gone. But that just means that we naturally trend towards things that aren't godly. Or we naturally, like, are drawn to those things. Um, not that we aren't naturally drawn to God, too, because that's very true. Um, but, you know, people just aren't naturally. Like, you have to teach a kid what's good. Like, kids don't come out just knowing what's right and wrong. You have to teach them that, you know? So, um, yeah. So, I think people are naturally... Not good. So.
1: Do you think without God as somebody's... Like, right, if you're defining people as good or bad, right? Are you saying that people that do not implement God within their lives can't obtain that sense of goodness?
0: No, I mean, like, of course you can be decent without God. Um, cause, but, like, at the end of the day, like, like right and wrong is a... Uh, that's like a and agreed-upon truth, you know, for, for, like, the basic stuff. I think, yeah. yeah, I
1: think there's, like, big right and wrongs and then little right and wrongs, right? Like, big right and wrongs are most people in life will agree that murder is wrong, you know what I mean? Like, regardless of culture, religion, where you come from, all, all the whole nine, you know? But then little rights and wrongs are, like, politics, you know what I mean? What you think is the right way to do X,
0: yeah, I don't think I don't think there's like politically right and wrong things. Um, you know, I think a lot of like sin just kind of comes down to selfishness at the end of the day. So if, if you do something that's selfish, it's most likely a sin. Um, very rarely, if you do something that's selfless that doesn't benefit you, is that is that a sin? I, don't, I can't even think of like a circumstance that that would be the case. I'm saying if you do anything out of selflessness.
1: There's no way it's gonna be harmful to your life, essentially.
0: No, it's just like not gonna harm anybody else, or harmful yourself, or is harmful to yourself. You know, anything selfless is just pure. It's like right, regardless. You know.
1: Um, I mean, if you want an example of where that could go south is, if it's a kind of a double-edged blade in the sense of you're, you're being selfless by volunteering your hours and doing X, Y, and Z for a local nonprofit, but then you're letting your relationship with your partner kind of collapse, right? You're still doing a selfless act, but the other side of it is a little selfish. I don't want to say it's yeah, even selfish. But it's just they, like, the, like the right they, thing in the wrong time.
0: Yeah, 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 right thing, wrong time. But at the end of the day, you're volunteering for yourself. If you understand like, oh, my relationship's lacking, I should be taking care of that and then you choose to spend your time in a way that you want to, that's still a selfish act at the end of the day, which is kind of weird to think about. Like, like there's, it's, it's easy to distinguish. Like if it's like your desire, not to say that your desire is always selfish, but like, um, you know, I think desire often leads to selfish acts. Like, you know, I think that selfish acts like are usually sinful. Not always, you know, you can be selfish with things. Um, but like selflessness is is usually not sinful. So, which I don't think you agree with that. Which is, and now you can see the video. You can see yeah, that Ryan doesn't agree. Yeah, so great. you can see my facial
1: expression. <laughs> I definitely. Well, I, I think definitely on this. If you're being selfish with something, there are good selfish things to do. Like like if you get up in the morning, uh, super early, and you you leave like your partner laying in bed, and you go work out. Go maybe like get in the word, study a little bit, right? That's selfish things that you're doing before everyone else kind of gets up in the day, right?
0: But you're kind of bettering yourself to better others. You're making your own life right so you can help others. You can't pour from an empty pitcher. You're filling your pitcher at the start of the day so you can pour out into other people. So So instead of selfishness and
1: selflessness, it boils down to your intent behind the action.
0: Yeah, yeah, selfish intent. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. So, like, you know, if, if your intent is selfish, then, like, that's that's where it comes from, so.
1: But then if you look at the, like, serving at, like, serving, like, at a nonprofit or a church or something like that, and it's taken away from your relationship, if your intent is to better yourself through your serving, right, there's going to be the devil's advocate on everything, right? So it's hard to say black or white, this or that. But, right, just as much as you said, oh, no, you're letting your relationship crumble, your intent behind it could have been to benefit your relationship by volunteering on where you were volunteering at. You know what I mean? So there's always going to be two like two sides of the coin. Yeah. You know? I
0: mean, like, like there's definitely complex. It's not that simple, you know, but it is, it's complex situations. But I think most of the time, I think that's a generally good tell, uh, for like if a, if a decision is like good, you know, if it's not about you, like this is kind of deeper, but like I try to, I really try to live, um, like with less of me in my life. You know. I try to try to live for other people. Um so and that's kinda of why I'm doing biomedical engineering is so that I can help people. I don't know like why you want to do that. I mean I kinda of convinced you to to do that. But like but yeah, so quick background on that sophomore year of where we're at for
1: university. Thad and I are taking a a um an odd like a, a CAD class basically, right? Drawn up shapes I did nothing in that class, anyway. So we're, we're, that's where I first met you, I think. And um, we were talking one day, and he was like, "Why are you an ME?" I was like, "I mean, my dad was an ME, and I was just—I'm good with numbers. I've fabricated my whole life. I've—I just liked working with, like, building really cool stuff, you know. And then th- I was like, dude, you gotta—you gotta switch it up. Join the biomeds, man. The mechanical engineering market is flooded. It's gonna suck to try to get a job." You're going to get underpaid. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. And I sent an email legitimately in that class. Like right after that conversation, I pulled up my email. I sent a text to my student counselor and I was like, hey, switch me over. Let me know what I had to do. And actually, it got me ahead in the BME course walk because I only had to take 12 credits that second semester and it was a breeze. Yeah.
0: Like, um, yeah, it was a pretty easy decision for you for sure. Am I like, I don't feel like I'm super convincing, but like the more I talk to people, I find that I'm like actually very convincing as a person. Well,
1: you're, I feel like you're more analytic with the way you present so stuff. Reasonable. Yeah, absolutely, it's reasonable. So when Thad does go to weigh his opinion, I, f- I feel like people do tend to listen to you because it is backed up by like tangible truth. You know what I mean? Like it's backed by numbers for the most part.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I try not to say things without, like, some, some sort of proof or some sort of, at least not stuff like that. Like, it's harder with, like, beliefs, obviously, but, I mean, you were kind of on the rocks about it, I think, initially, too. Like, it wasn't, like, just talking to me, you know. No? Really? It was, like, literally that conversation, you were, like, out of there? Uh, yeah, legitimately
1: one conversation that was, took 30 seconds, and I literally pulled up, I remember, I pulled up my thing, typed in my S, my student. Uh, counselor's email, was like, hey, switch me now. I don't, I don't know what it was. It was I had that decision. I had confidence in, which, if whatever you want to equate that to, I kind of equate it to a little bit of a God thing for me, just because I'm a religious man. But right people, right time in your life, and I think I, I love my, the biomedical engineering walk now. I just fitness has been a big part of my life, so I was got to kind of combine the two of being able to build and create awesome things and kind of apply that to the medical field now which i really enjoy
0: yeah i'm really looking forward to working in the health field i don't know i don't know about you like i'm not that healthy but like (laughs) i mean i'm like more healthy than like the average american probably probably significantly more healthy than the average american but i am looking forward to applying that in the health field and like that's always been a big part of your life at least for a while so we already talked about all that but like Um, yeah, go back to episode two and watch that so you can understand this conversation. So, um, yeah, I think like, it's just interesting, like the way, like people come into your life and affect it different ways. It's just, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And like how
1: such an, like, what is the word I'm looking for? How such a small thing can affect your life in such a big way. So similarly, like sad before I even knew him, when I was first starting to know him, what he, what he said to me about the market, it was so small, but it's going to change the rest of my life. Like it was literally a road sign that you put up and it was like, turn here, right? It's not the turn that, the turn affects your life for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? The, the opportunities that I could have had as a mechanical engineer, I no longer have all the new opportunities that I have as a biomedical engineer in the future, I actually get to have now instead of thinking, you know, what if, right? But it's crazy how something so insignificant in- will alter the rest of your life for such a long time, you know?
0: Yeah, like another, you know, like Ryan had a similar effect on me last year when he was like, hey, let's go to the gym. Let's get up. Let's do it. Like that, that definitely shifted like how I viewed like – my my time um you know cuz before my time was just kind of like just school this is like my relationship and school and i just kind of like said it like that and i was like i you know i'm not super serious about my health but it would be good to be consistent and honestly it was so healthy for me to actually get up talk to people every day um, at the start of my day lift with them like i mean honestly i got pretty close to your brother like somewhat close um just cuz we were we were always doing it so um and that was like a very big shift in my life i just realized like oh i actually Like I need people. I can't do this myself. And before that, I was like, Nah, I don't need people. Like I'm, I'm good. Like I, I got everything covered. But you're chilling. You got your girl. You're just killing it in academics.
1: Like what more could you need? You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. So it kind of helped me realize. Like that whole experience helped me realize that, like, oh, I need people. Like I, I can't do this myself. And uh, you know, like realizing that has like, like this year, I'm like interacting with so many more people. Like I'm, I'm like actually trying to, like, build relationships, build friendships, and, like, just, you know, like, because at the end of the day, I'm much stronger, like, with other people than I am just by myself, you know? Yeah, that
1: strength and good community, specifically good community, is so essential to not just physical health, but mental health especially, and I, I can, and cut, <laughs> and the video may have cut out before.
0: Yeah, so as we were saying, you got a nice shot of my butt right there. That's pretty solid. Um, I like like those shots. Yeah, yeah, those those (laughs) are the best shots. That's what you come for. So, um, yeah, we just had to restart the recording. So as we were saying before, um, we kind of get into this talk, like, you need need community for mental health. You need community for physical health. um, And, you know, like, as I kind of shifted Ryan's life and kind of a, it, it was a significant way, but like a small conversation, Ryan kind of shifted my life in a significant way over a longer period of time. And it kind of made me like realize like, Oh, I, I need people. Like I can't do this myself. So that's my first time figuring that, finding that out. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm pretty close to the best person. I don't really like talk about it. Plus it doesn't come up. So it's like, we're both close to the best people. And yeah, and i like to elaborate on that too. Like,
1: like good people in good community, there's a big, huge strength there. I think that's why, regardless of what religion you choose, if as long as it's a decent one, like, that strength of community that brings you is so beneficial to you, right? That community, the, whatever, the Sunday barbecues with the people in your neighborhood, like, good people create, will bring such good qualities from you, you know?
0: I was just thinking of, like, you get invited to the barbecue meet You're like, we made it. Well, we got to invite the barbecue. <laughs> no, yeah. but community is so important. Like if you don't have good friends in your life, um, like there's actually science behind this. If you don't have good friends, you don't have a good like relationship with your spouse. You will be more unhappy. You're not going to have a good life and you actually will live your, your life expectancy decreases. So like surrounding yourself with people that love you and people that actually care about you is so important. It's so, it, it's just healthy, and you can like you can just become a much like better person, a much more accelerated version of yourself, so it's important, yeah.
1: Yeah, and especially this year for – last year didn't really let that or I kind of branch out to have a kind of social life, but this year just with the – we're only a few weeks into the semester, and I've been able to hang out with friends. I've been able to have those super late-night conversations, staying up till midnight that I've missed out on for the past two years, and I realize now – I'm so much more happy as a person, you know, like before it's just kind of like stay in your room all day, go to class, six to eight hours of homework a day, just nonstop grind and you just pass out, wake up, repeat. And it, you don't realize how sad and how much it just undermined your happiness until you have that contrast again, until you start having those those few conversations with people until you start hanging out with those people and you wake up the next day, you feel refreshed, right? You feel great. You actually are, I, at least I'm more productive now. Like I get, I'm like
0: ready to get stuff done. I feel happy. I feel fresh. I feel good. I mean, we don't have as much to do, but, but like what you're saying is like, it's very true. Like last, last semester was like really not that healthy because like we were just like, like get up, work go to sleep get up work go to sleep get up work go to sleep that's that's all we are doing and it's, there was zero time yeah. for people zero so kind of a psa to all the engineers out there if you're listening take time and just like go experience life like you're not going to be in this moment forever you know um not that we regret it like honestly it had to be that way Um, but we're making sure that it's different this year so that we actually experience it differently you know would, yeah you'd agree with that right
1: yeah absolutely like you need to get out like this is the time in life where responsibility is at an all time low. You don't have the responsibility of going with mom and dad to go to the grocery store, right? You don't have the responsibility of watching after your siblings for as your parents want to go on a date or something like that. Like this is the time to get out and have fun, right? And especially with harder course walks throughout college, those people that do choose those, I think they lose out on a huge good chunk of life. And I talked to so many engineers that are in the field right now they are saying, like, hey, you need to, like, enjoy this year. They, they advise, like, I enjoy every year, right? But they're like, I studied too hard. I just got off the phone with um, a fr- uh, engineer who's in the field, and he's like, I studied way too much. I studied way too hard. Granted, he got good grades, but he feels like he studied way too hard and missed out on a, some of the best years of his life because he was studying, you know?
0: Yeah, that sucks. Um, honestly, I don't think that if my ex and I broke up, I don't think I would be, I would have like committed so hard to. So I think like at the end of the day, it was probably a good thing. Um, you know, I think I could have, I just don't think I would have like actually cared enough to, to try to do that without her doing that. So. Wouldn't
1: you feel like you wouldn't have been so outgoing as you are now if that wouldn't have happened? I just
0: wouldn't have like made it so important because like the way I viewed it in the middle of the relationship I was like I'm just going to work as hard as I can in my like right now so that we can get set up for later and I can enjoy all this stuff later and now I'm kind of realizing like I'm glad that I realized this senior year but now I'm realizing like oh it's not like it doesn't really matter like it doesn't matter like I still enjoy that later you know like I, we're still working dumb hard like um so we're not saying like you know if you're if you're in college you should just like just enjoy it like no that's not what it's about you still need to get your degree you still need to learn you still need to network you still need to build relationships but like you should also enjoy it so like you know there's 24 hours in a day so you just got to figure that out right it's it's hard to figure that out but you got to figure it out there's 24 hours a day you can figure it out you gotta sleep eight you you know how much time's in the day figure it out and to oftentimes
1: you have to sacrifice within those hours that you are awake you know what I mean when it does come to like I never stayed up till midnight or 1 a.m. in the past when it came to like especially last year we were getting up at 3 30 every morning we'd go to bed at 8 p.m. and yes it was great to have that set schedule and just like that grind mentality but it just wore you out you know like having that set but being able to sacrifice like an hour extra hour of sleep and only sleep seven hours a night to just go hang out with friends and be social with people it benefits me almost more than that extra hour of sleep at the end of the day you know and uh, a good friend of mine he said that if it's priority in life you'll find time for it so just gotta it's all about balancing those priorities you know
2: yeah
0: exactly like if it, you know my priority shifted that's why that's why things are like big time <laughs> yeah it, it shifted big so time. yeah um but yeah if it's a priority you'll find time for it so you know like yeah, you know, another thing that kind of came with the, I, well, this is kind of going to switch topics. So are you done talking about this topic? Are you, okay. So like, um, another thing that shifted it ha- had a thought and then it kind of left me. Um, I think, so another thing that kind of shifted it, um, I'm just not kind of putting up with it anymore. I'm not kind of even putting up with people. just kind of like dropping off on me. So I'm like, listen, if you're not like, if you're not investing in me like I'm investing in you, then we don't have to continue this. You know?
1: so you're saying you're stop you're stopping pouring into people that don't pour back into you.
0: Yeah, I'm not I'm gonna stop pouring into empty cups. So Yeah. And you know, like you have the opportunity as a person to like kinda grow people. You have an opportunity to like push into somebody to like invest in them, to invest in their life, make their life better. Um but you know, like just because like it's like service isn't one-sided you know like like you should serve somebody without without expecting to get anything back but that doesn't mean that if you don't get anything back that that's okay you know what i mean um yeah Yeah, i
1: i don't think there is any issue with pouring into empty cups like you said but like at different points in life everyone's going to be an empty cup you know there's going to be certain times in life where you're the empty cup and you need other people to pour into you but that's when you've invested time into those those different cups to where they are able to pour back into, you know what I mean? So kinda of like how you said, you pour into people as without a means wanting like having a selfish intent of getting something in return. But in the end, it benefits you regardless, you know? And so it's about investing that time and that energy and that knowledge and wisdom into other people that you see quality in because at the end of the day they might be the person that's going to be do the, doing the same thing to you,
0: you know. Yeah, I mean, of course, like you have to help people when they need help. Like that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like prolonged, like prolonged times where like these people aren't like aren't giving back to you, you know. Um. So yeah, I think I think that that was a good lesson for me to learn because like I'm I'm just like way too loyal as a person, way too nice. Like I'll kind of just let people kind of use me as much as they need that's why I help everybody. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why, I, that's why I help everybody. But, I uh, it kind of helped me realize that like, okay, that's not healthy. Like I, I can't, I can't operate well like that. You know, you're, so,
1: you're spreading like, yourself too thin, you know, you're trying to pour into a hundred cups and you only have a teapot worth of, worth of like life. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it felt super draining. Like, yeah, you know, I, I just got, re- I just get really drained. Like if I'm doing that. And I just feel like not, not to the point that like, I mean, I haven't really ever struggled with anxiety or depression or anything like that. So like, not to that point, but I feel drained to the point that I'm just like, I just get so run down and it's like, I should not be run down. um It just like takes the life out of me. So it's like so hard for me to, and I still do everything I'm supposed to do. I still like work, still work out, still do everything, but it's just like, I'm, uh, I'm just, I'm just drained I just can't, it's really hard for me to continue like that. So. I just can't do that anymore. So I, I just—that's one thing I learned. Also, and I—I I think along those lines too. When that happens, you
1: would—it puts you in a position of not wanting to socialize with other people. You know, you're being taken—essentially, take being taken advantage of by so many people. You would rather sit in your room at the end of the day and not go hang out with people for those last two hours because you just have a sub—like subconsciously, you're just thinking that they're just going to be taken there's going to be taken from you and you're not going to get anything back, which is the complete opposite. You know what I mean? There's last year, there's plenty of days where I had two hours at the end of the day. And honestly, I just sat in my room and put on Netflix and just like stared out for the rest of the evening. Cause I was like, I don't want to deal with people right now. But at the end of the day, I needed people, you know?
0: Like how much, how much do you think you and I interacted last semester? Not, not a ton. Like we not a ton. Like we were out and, like, our common area was like rarely ever used. That's why, actually one of my biggest regrets is like that we, I didn't get a chance to really hang out with Hatmaker and get to know him. Like, he, he was a, he was on his own path. Like, he was doing his own thing. Um, but like, what he's such most a good, solid man ever. Yeah. yeah. Su- such a good dude. And like, I, just because I was so in my grind mode, I was just like dialed in. I was just like, was trying to like, hold this relationship together that I was like a little on the rocks. I was trying to like work out, be, be healthy. I was trying to get good grades, trying to understand all this like crazy engineering stuff. Um, I just like, I, it just wasn't a priority to me and it really needed to be because like, like those people, like I, I, you have the opportunity to, to be affected by somebody and you need to let them affect you. And uh, it just, it just sucks when you kind of don't realize that in the moment and you let opportunities slip out of your hand. It's it's It really sucks, you know? Yeah, and at the end of the day, right, you could lose all your money.
1: You could lose your car, your clothes, everything, and at the end of the day, you're still going to have your friendships. Like, that's essentially what actually matters at the end of the day, you know? As long as you have air in your lungs and you're still living, the only thing that has any value in your life are those relationships you've built with people.
0: Yeah, yeah, family and friends, you know, that's what you got at the end of the day. That's what you got to roll with, so um you know like i think my brother is kind of learning this as he's kind of like my brother has always interacted with a lot of people he's just a very social person um but you know like one of the last times i was hanging out with him he said like you know like that like this your our relationship is important to me because you are going to be around and all these other people that i'm that i'm friends with they're not going to be around you know and I, and that like really hit me cuz i was like you're totally right about that like like our family is like it's important because like it's always around. Like you can't lose family. Um I mean you can, but like it's a lot harder. It's a lot harder to lose family. Um so but then I was also in the same in the same breath. I was like Noah uh, I mean your relationships with your friends are is also important. He understands that. Like he just like he just realized that like oh, I'm just going in a different direction than all these people. Like all his friends from high school are not as accomplished as he is. My brother's he's a badass like he's he's gonna be like a very top-notch person he's gonna be like for sure in the top one percent of america like as far as the person goes so um you know like he just realized that like you know my high school friends that are just not going the same direction like i'm just not going to interact with them and he's like that but you're going to be around because you're my brother and uh you know like it's just it just kind of made me realize like how important family is also um like like you said, you have family at the end of the day also.
1: Yeah. And I, I definitely think too, the importance of timing with family is so key, especially for at least speaking from self experience leading up to just maybe eight months ago, my brother and I were 11 months apart in age. It was a quarrel all throughout life, just straight chomping at each other all the time. Like essentially he would rat on me for every little thing he could find out about me so i i wouldn't want to hang out with him you know i just, i couldn't feel comfortable having a sip of alcohol around him because i was worried he's going to hang it above my head kind of stuff you know and now here i am putting it on the internet
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah this is a funny story but like uh so my brother um he's such a good dude but like i remember one time i went to a party and uh you know as a party like towards the end of summer so that's kind of my way to uh to unwind you know i had a couple drinks at the party is it at the end of the summer came back for christmas or something and he was like "Ted, i know you drink bro i was just like just oh. come at me from like i was like why are you hanging this above my head bro i was just trying to chill this is the end of summer i was just like i had this hard summer of work man like, why, why you got to hang that above me? we got back, you know, he went to college, experienced a little real life. He's like, I understand. No, we're cool. Wait, da- come on. Dap it up, bro. Give me a hug. <laughs> come here.
1: Absolutely. It's so hard for people that are the goody goodies to actually comprehend where you're coming from. Like most of the time when you do something bad in their eyes, it's not bad at the end of the day, right? Once they go through a similar situation, it's like, oh, like, I never had a curfew growing up. It was like, hey, tell me what time we're going to be back. Be back at that time. But I had a friend who was telling me, like, they would come back, like, be running into the house, like, just a few minutes past after curfew. And, like, their sister would rat on them, right? Because she was, like, the goody-goody. But then after she had a boyfriend before, like, one time, she accidentally passed out on the couch during a movie like they both did. And she was late to curfew. And then after that, it was like, oh, it wasn't a big deal, you know what I'm saying. So, after about as of like a month ago, or like six to eight months ago, my I got my my brother starting to work out, and um, oh, that was more more than that. Yeah, he he's looking good though. But, uh, that's when our relationship actually started as true brothers. You know, there's like Thad and I, are true brothers in our relationship. At the time, even though he was blood, he wasn't my brother at the end of the day that's the type of relationship we had growing up it was straight just hammering at each other and just recently we um i was down here at college and i got a call from him like three weeks ago and it was the first time he's ever he texted me He's like hey can you take a call i was like yeah and i was like wonder what's going on right like just like i don't know i don't really care either but he called me up and was like yay like he was seeking my advice on something and it was like the most I'm still dumbfounded to this moment that he came to me and was like, Hey man, like this is what I'm going through. Like I need some advice on it. And it was such an eye opener to me because we've never had that relationship. It was purely like, I, i low, low key hated him. Like I just didn't like him. He was a weasel. I just hate, I just did not like, I didn't hate him, but I just did not like the dude.
0: Yeah. We should know Like, um, we had similar experiences with our brothers, but I was on the other side, so I'm I'm a lot like your brother, and my little brother is a lot like you.
1: I think the roles,
0: the you
1: have the role of my brother, but you have the mental processing of me,
0: right? Yeah, that's probably true. But like, as far as like, like even my brother is very similar to you, and like how how he acts, how he, like what he what he does. Um, I'm similar-ish to Austin. Uh, you know, I'm a lot more chill, reserved, but I also just like. I just get away with stuff. Like, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe not so much. But like, you know, like I, what we're trying to say here is that like experience, like similar experiences, drive people closer together. So, I mean, we talked about this during episode one. Um, that similar experiences drive people together. Uh, if. Like, our brothers didn't have the same experiences. So, like, your brother needed to work out. My brother needed to go live life a little bit. And then after that, we became super close because we had a different understanding for each other. And that's what grew our relationship. It's super cool that your bro's confiding in you, though. I mean, my brother has for a while now. Uh, there's a little bit more of an age gap, though. So, is there? Yeah, there's a little bit more. A little bit more of an age gap. Yeah,
1: mine's at 11 months. And so yeah, it was uh, it was weird to me, like him confiding in me, never experienced that throughout life, I was always been, a, I've still am a very closed off individual, so I never confided in anyone, especially my family, because of that, I don't want to say fear of judgment, but it would obviously get back to the parents, and the parents would discipline, right, so I was just like, I'm just gonna run my own course, a man is an island, I can do it myself, right, but it's definitely a huge change of pace, where I was like, oh my goodness, like, we finally made it to that point my dad has always told us about in life to where that switch got flipped and it's like family actually means something you know again i knew it always did but my dad was similar with his brother where they were always fighting growing up and then now if he knows at the end of the day if he ever needs him he'll give him a call and he'll be there granted i would always do that to my brother but now that it's gotten to the point where we can fight in each other and like actually like Mesh well with one another now, and we realize where the fights aren't worth it. It's just like, yeah, like he's, he's we're actually building a like a, a brother friendship now, which is really good. And like to add on to that, like because of that, as of right now, I don't think he's gonna be one of my best men. <laughs> but like the more and more as time goes on, the more and more that becomes a reality because he's actually starting to be a a friend, not just blood.
0: You know, at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean. Like you, like you just affect people different. Uh, that's awesome that you guys are getting a lot closer though. I think it's like really important for, just like life in general. I am curious. Like, are you kind of close with your sister or not so much? No,
1: all th- all throughout life, I was kind of the only kid of five to just not have a, re- a emotional relationship with any one of my family members. It's just the way it's always been. Uh, it stems from my brother passing away, I feel like for me, yeah, basically back in 2010, my brother uh, just graduated high school, I was some buddies, anyway, and as a passing away, and so, my family, they did a great job, don't get me wrong, they did a great job of trying to, it's hard to hold a family together when it's shaking that hard, the foundation is shaking that hard, you know, and still they as people have to, have to process it and deal with it on their own, and we still went to, uh, I remember one time we went to like, family therapy I had no idea it was family therapy but anyway I feel like I out of all the kids dealt with it more on my own than any of the other kids and so it kind of it definitely left me more emotionally untouchable compared to the rest of the kids like my brother he's closer and we'll talk to my mom about stuff right uh my sister she'll talk to her mom about stuff and same my brother Aaron, he's always kind of been a little bit on the lone wolf side of things but even him he's close to my mom too i've just been this kind of a the odd man out when it comes you know the
2: lone
0: wolf the black sheep of the family yeah
1: so i mean it partially stemmed from that mentality of like a man is an island growing up you know i was just like why do i need people like they always end up just disappointing me at the end of the day
0: dude that that is such a terrible thing to teach men but like I, I totally like I don't know where I got that idea but like I totally got that idea and like it's such a such a terrible thing like you know I'm not super close to my family like I think I'm the closest with my brother if I had to come down with come down to it um you know and all of my my family all loves me but like it's just hard for me to like build those relationships just because I've always felt like I've always felt like I was on my own you know um and it, thought
1: kind of strength so stemmed from that like isolation right yeah
0: exactly like strength stems from independence um the more i interact with people the more i realize it's not true uh and that's just part of me growing up so um you know this is actually like a really good thing for our kids like eventually they listen to this part like it is not good to be isolated and to be independent like that it just like you're just you have to understand that you are weak by yourself no matter like how accomplished you are how successful how smart you are how strong you are You're just weak um you just need people around you that can build you um so like that lone wolf mentality is just not it's not a good idea
2: and you know it's not a good idea so
0: yeah it just
1: doesn't add up you know what i mean like it's a whatever it's a great idea when you're running strong you know you look yeah you look absolutely incredible when you're running strong but when you get down in the dirt and you start stumbling on stuff if you don't have anyone you're worse off, like you said, you know what I mean? Like that strength and community. That's when the community is so essential is when you do go through that hard time. Community is essential when you go through really good times because it keeps you somewhat grounded, right? But it looks good when you're that lone wolf and you're flying high and you're being successful. You're running your business. You're making money. But when you are when you trip and fall and you stumble, who's there to help you up at the end of the day when you've created this idea of I don't trust anybody I don't rely on anybody i just do it myself
0: wait yeah for sure like um i think it feels good to be successful on your own it feels good to be independent i think like part of you should definitely like know that in most circumstances you're cool by yourself um because like i think that just that just lets you be more um more confident in yourself that just just allows you to understand yourself a little bit more Um, but like kind of a real circumstance for me, um, when I broke it up or when we broke it off, um, my ex, uh, I was stuck at home for a little bit and I just didn't have anybody around me that could really help out. You know, I had my family, they, they were great, but like everybody else, like all my friends were like not there. Like it wasn't, I I texted you and I was like, I was like, bro, like
1: you good? Like what's going on? You know, I'm a couple thousand miles away in another state. And, you know, when your boy's hurt and your boy's struggling, like, you want to help out. Obviously, I'm not – I wasn't going to, like, push the envelope, like, oh, you need to tell me right now, like, in your own time. But I was right there for – I was I was trying to be there for you, right? And you obviously didn't want to do it over the phone, you know? It's, I think it was good we did it in person. But
0: Yeah, no, uh, there's a lot of people that texted me. Uh, Well, because I, I made it pretty, like, social. Like, I didn't – like, I didn't really hide the fact that we broke it off because, like, our relationship has gone, had gone for so long. I was like, I. Like she's always gonna be a part of my life. I gotta like make sure it's very clear. And we we talked about it. We agreed that this was like the right way to handle it. Um, did you not know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we agreed on it. That's why I handled it that way. So I made a very social, public. You know, I was like, hey, we're done. She, we're cool. Um, she's always gonna be a great friend. Um, you know, they broke it off clean. Um, but then like so many people like you hit me up after and my response to everybody was just like hey man I really appreciate you like reaching out that's that's awesome um you know like when I get back and I'm actually like close to you like geographically close to you then we'll we'll uh we'll figure it out um so uh you know we'll talk about it but like in that moment like there's like a month or two that I was just kind of like in limbo and I just couldn't like I didn't have anybody around me that could really help out I had my family and my family did help out quite a bit um but like it was just like a moment where i was just like by myself and i was just like listen like i know it's going to be better like nothing i wasn't really too affected by it it's kind of a long story well i'll I'll tell it eventually i also am like a little hesitant to tell it because i just don't want to i don't want to just throw her under the bus like this is a platform she has like like i it, i don't want to just like bash her because like it's obviously it's one side of the story too you know so i don't know if it's exactly the right thing um I'll have to be really careful with how I approach that. We'll have
1: her on the podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll have her on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah,
1: and like you said, like, right, you still had your family. But if you haven't built that, like, that relationship with them, they can only support you so far, you know? And I think that's where you were feeling that limbo mode of, like, you, you're like, oh, yeah, I still have my family. They're helping me with it, but they can only help me up to a certain point because I only allowed them into to a certain point, you know?
0: Yeah, like uh... – it, like I just I just needed other people around me you know um and like towards the end of it like I was talking to my brother towards the end of it and like he kind of helped me walk through like the whole decision process just like a third person's perspective of what was actually happening he's like bro this is terrible like you got to get out of this this is not okay um obviously that's coming from like he he's very loyal towards me you know um we'll get into it later but like I just didn't have like those support lines until I got back here and then I was like okay my my people are here you know um and that's not good because like my family i should be close enough with my family that they were able to help but there's always you always need like people that are like close to you and understand you like on a more level playing field um like i needed to talk to you so like the first night we we talked about it and we just got we we got smacked <laughs> it was it was it healthy. was, it was so needed. Bad.
1: so it was needed but it was so bad for me
0: yeah yeah it was really bad for you you want to go into it it's towards the end of the, it's towards the hey, what's our time also because I, I need to restart the recording
1: we we have um like a minute left yeah
0: okay i'm gonna restart the recording and then we'll get into that story and it sound good all right yeah. so stay tuned okay, one second <laughs>
1: Like that, that said, said, he, yeah, uh, he, our, our, our camera running. only records 30 <laughs> minutes, 30 minute increments. Hey, we're, so we, we're uh, kind of retarded. Right? Yeah.
0: We, we don't understand what's going on.
1: Yeah. So, so uh, the, the first night we rolled day, in, right. He moved, I've been here for weeks. He moves in and, um, we start talking about it and it was like, it was like, you know, let's loosen up a little bit, like start the year off with a celebratory shot, you know? nothing nothing crazy like we're not trying to get we're not trying to hurt ourselves we're not trying to get plastered none of that
0: i mean we had a fifth so it was like we had the ability to get plastered but we were not that was not the intention and honestly like i thought we were gonna be cool i thought i really was like all right we got a fifth like honestly we can kill this thing between two of us we're pretty big boys like we can kill it and uh so we start drinking we start like taking a few i'm pouring big shots you know like you've probably you've seen me pour and i i don't really mess around <laughs> so <laughs> this like this thing is like this thing is pretty full um so you know we're, we're drinking also like
1: the, the, the first shot right yeah, we take the first shot, shot and it was probably a good 15 to 20 minutes later we take the second shot right like we were spacing it out heavily we like it was pure, at first it was like one shot you know nothing crazy yeah nothing crazy
0: yeah, this is one shot. This is another shot. Oh also we were like setting up our rooms. So um, you know, like we were putting it together. We like literally just moved everything in. Uh we kinda had to like scramble a little bit to get everything actually here. Um but after we got all that worked out, we were like, Alright, threw everything in here and then we <laughs> we threw everything together. Like one shot. It was like a thick one. And then we did it was, like, all right, twenty minutes later, another shot. And we we're two in. I think two in we we're we were doing good. Uh, we were doing good.
1: I mean, we were absolutely chilling at that point. Granted, it probably equated to three to four shots, but, like, the way you were pouring stuff, you know what I mean? So, but anyway, we were, um, obviously as time went on, the time in between shots got shorter and shorter just because time felt like it was going longer, you know what I mean? And we pretty much killed it. We're just chilling there, sitting in our chairs. Like, we're not hoodlums. We're not (laughs) messing around and going and being destructive. We're just having a good conversation about life and kind of, that's kind of, that right there kind of solidified us wanting to start the podcast was that conversation right there.
0: Yeah, I mean like we were we were coherent. That's that's why like that was actually the first time we actually really drank together. Um we had like a couple drinks together like here and there but like that was the first time we were actually like all right, we this is what we're doing tonight. We we're drinking and you know and we're talking. We're talking about life. We're talking about like whatever's going on. We're actually bonding a little bit and then that was what was like okay maybe we should turn this into a podcast and that's why we got our drinks now and we're talking so it's working out so far
1: (laughs) yeah so me and him are just hanging out in our chairs like we have our you know our e-boy chairs our desk chairs because who's not trying to be comfortable while we look at a computer screen for eight hours a day but we're sitting there and i look at that and i'm like you know great conversation leading up this and i was like that I have to go to the bathroom. And he just looks at me like, oh no, like this is not good. And I felt perfectly fine. And it was literally a split second. Granted, like I, I mentioned earlier, my dad, he is allergic to alcohol. So, anyway, I, that was kind of going through my mind. And it was an allergic rejection toward alcohol 100%. It was four straight hours of just smelling the porcelain, it was so rough.
0: Yeah, I felt so bad for you because, like, honestly, you were hanging in there so good. We we're having like a great conversation. We we're like doing great.
1: Completely coherent, like, like that said, like, yeah, just having great
0: conversation. We almost killed it. We almost got there. Yeah, it was, and like, I, I was, I felt bad because I was like, man, I could really, like, I could do a couple more and, like, like I'm, like, chilling right now, I was like, man, my homie's dying over here, so I, I just, like, I, I tried to take care of him, like, gave him his water, and he just, like, yacked it up immediately, I was like, all right, he's gonna be here a while, so I grabbed him a blanket pillow. <laughs> that is
1: the ultimate homie when it came to that, because, like, right, typically when people get drunk to that point, and granted, we were intoxicated, but we weren't incoherent like we i remember every second of those four hours like it wasn't like i was blackout drunk by any means and granted i don't want to be but that rolls up i just feel this nice bot, like huge like seat pillow behind me and he br- brings like a a nice fluffy blanket to lay on the ground next to me and he's like hey maybe lay back for a second i lay back and i'm like so thankful and then it hits me again and i'm like dry heaving or whatever a little bit later, I feel him give me my water. I take a sip, yak that up, and it was like I was dry heaving. Like my body was trying to expel poison. At the end of the day, just partially because I am, I'm Japanese and I have that Asian allergy toward alcohol. You know.
0: I mean, you also you did poison yourself, so it makes sense that like you are acting like you were poisoned.
1: Yeah, but it was legitimately. I think it was eleven p.m. P- to three a.m. Of me just anything and everything in my system just getting thrown out of my uh, thrown out of me through my mouth, like oh it was so rough. Just because it, it would have been honestly better if I didn't remember it, but I remember every second. I still know that smell of the porcelain. Granted, it was the first day, so nobody really used the toilet. Thank God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I remember specifically just hugging that thing for hours on end, and it was just. Endless, cause you'd feel b- good for a second, right back with it. Thad would give me some water, yak that up, and I knew I was getting super dehydrated too. But anyway, so through that whole fiasco, that's kind of what solidified us being like, hey, we want to start this podcast, and now we're hitting episode three. We got visuals now, we're having great conversations, and at the end of the day, it's just it's a huge bonding experience for Thad and I, right? Like like I said earlier, I have just learned. To, some stuff about him and our relationship that I never knew up to this point, just from us going back and forth. And I think vice versa too, you know?
0: Yeah. It kind of like, it's kind of forcing us to talk. Like, you know, we talk, we do talk like quite a bit, but like, this is kind of forcing us to talk and just kind of, I think the long winded part of it just kind of like makes us kind of talk about things that we might not address just one-on-one in other circumstances. One thing I did want to say like, that's so like almost killing your homie. That's like a common thing between me and my brother. Because apparently we can just put away some <laughs> some drink. Them
1: Irish jeans just be yeah, different yeah, nowadays.
0: Yeah. yeah, the Irish jeans just can't. So, yeah, I'm sorry that I almost killed you. But it was kind of funny. And obviously you're doing a lot better now. So so we're chilling. But yeah,
1: I remember Thad was like, hey, you drink much at home? I was like, absolutely zero. And his face just
0: like, oh. <laughs> no, no, this was like four shots in. I was like, hey, man, like, how much do you drink at home? Because like. Because, like, I, I treat, like, uh like all my drugs very scientifically. Like, I, I analyze, like, how different things affect me. I'm very, like, I take a very, like, clinical testing approach to it. um So I was like, hey, man, like, do you know kind of where you're going to be at? Like, how much do you drink at home? This is four shots in. And he's like, no, nah, man, I drink zero at home. And I was just like, all right, this is what we're doing tonight. All right. <laughs> we will see where this runs, and we will get there regardless of what happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was it was not good um but it's okay we survived and honestly like the next so what happened the next-, well, the next day i was supposed
1: to have an event for like athletics that i was supposed to be doing at like seven in the morning dude so I, I get on my phone at three in the morning it was like three fifteen, and of course it's spinning a little bit and i'm just like the most focused on hitting each individual key so i can spell out the right words and hit the space bar and actually sound like i'm actually there to, to whoever i was texting i was like hey man i'm throwing up i think i got food poisoning <laughs> you know and they, they didn't care I, yeah but it was so funny. The next day, I show up like later that day at like eleven, and I'm like, man, Ryan, you look rough. And I was like, I feel pretty rough, not gonna lie. That that food, boy, you can't trust food nowadays, man. That chicken that they serve it on campus just not be cooked all the way or something, <laughs> you know.
0: Like, hey, man, don't let a white redhead cook for you because it does not go well. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. And so, yeah, like, I, I bet I don't. I've never thought about telling you that I literally brought up my email and sent my SSU that number, my student counselor, that number, you know? So I think this podcast is just super beneficial for the most of us, both of us, both now in this time, and then also 10, 15 years from now when we can really go back and really observe what what we're going through right now, you know?
0: Yeah. So I've been talking to like a lot of, a lot of meeting, a lot of people, and like when the podcast comes up, they're like, "Like, what do you guys talk about?" I'm just like, "Well, it's not really so much like what we talk about; it's more just like how we're treating it." So like, it's a hobby, it's a time capsule. Um, yeah. So I mean,
1: infinite time capsule. The internet's so yes, the infinite. Yeah,
0: unless like a solar flare hits it, and then this is all deleted, and it doesn't matter because then it's just. But you know, hopefully that doesn't happen. Because if that does happen, we have a lot bigger problems than the podcast getting deleted. <laughs> so, uh, oh no, my podcast. <laughs> Dang, my whole podcast archive got deleted. Also, like you just you can't even get gas out of the gas pump. <laughs> you can't like <laughs> like it, it would just be housed. So hopefully that doesn't happen because that would be would be terrible. But we can get into like conspiracy theories about that like maybe on another episode. uh What's what's our time looking like, homie?
1: We're, We're at like an hour right now, so and so kind of the, just to the, kind of cap it on on that conversation. Just as much as as a benefit to us, we want to start to bring people on the podcast with us and actually start to have more than just two inputs on a subject. Because that and I, we tend to think the same with a lot of our ideologies and mentalities, and just having bringing on an extra ho- uh, another person to be on the podcast will add a whole new element and a whole new experiences of life that Thad and I never got to experience. Right? We just have two experiences of life that are greatly different, but We'll get, we get to add a huge portion that can attribute to such a, an additional good conversation and being able to talk to people, you know.
0: Yeah, we want to hear some other people's stories too, you know, and like give those stories to you guys. Just like show show you guys like, hey, this is like also a college, like, you know, like not – because like engineers – it's pretty straightforward. Every engineer has the same experience in college. So, like, we need to bring in some other – yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. So uh, we need to bring in some other people for sure. Um, we're kind of, like, slowly upgrading each session. So, like, you know, we got – last session it was the audio. This yeah. session is the video. Um, what were you going to say? Yeah,
1: yeah. the first one, we're sharing a mic from a, a headset. And then I ordered these, and it was it's been phenomenal for the last one. The last one took just like zero editing basically at the end of the day and then now we got the camera rolling and we're just going to start building it and hopefully be able to add some more people in on this and just i don't know just be able to create more conversation and, and just enjoy each other's company at the end of the day and like we said build those relationships we'll be able to look back and be like reminisce with our friends that we brought on here and be like hey like remember when we like sat you down and we had we had to talk about this like maybe our whole perspective has changed since then or like Once they come onto our podcast, we'll be able to go back like, oh yeah, I totally forgot about such and such coming on the podcast and we created all these funny memories. We had such good laughs. We enjoyed X, Y, and Z, you know, it'll definitely the future of this podcast with, even though it's a hobby is going to be such, such a good time, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just creating memories and like capturing those memories in the camera right there and over the audio. So, um, yeah, I think I think it's a really like healthy thing to be doing. um You know, we do kind of a lot of stuff. We have our lives are just packed. So, uh but yeah, it's healthy. So, and also I should note, like, you know, I'm talking to like a lot of females, and that's most of our audience right now is the females I'm talking to because I'm like, hey, listen to the podcast. <laughs> Go just redirect them that way. So it would
1: be great to have a female
0: on, but. Yeah, we're gonna have a female guest for sure. Um, I have a few people that said that they want to go on. I have to like kind of talk to them a little bit more to kind of understand what they're gonna talk about. Uh, but it'd be fun. Uh, you know, you have a couple people that that definitely want to come on. Um, it's it's healthy because we have different, very different like life circles. So yeah, and you
1: know, I think that's a good place to wrap it up for episode three yeah yeah i
0: think i think it's a great place so i can go ahead and wrap it up but uh thank you guys for listening if you made it this far honestly if you made it this far what are you doing with your life like come on man this is like we're like an hour and like 10 minutes into this like like, dude go go outside go meet people what are you doing with your life come on but if you did still if you're still here like subscribe uh we appreciate it it really helps us out hit that notification bell give our video a like go follow us on instagram uh you know like those photos we're going to be updating you with one episode a week uh we'll we'll see like kind of what uh what our schedules look like down the road but for now one episode a week uh stay tuned for the guest um and you know hopefully you just enjoy hearing us taco for a little bit it's it's fun for us and we just kind of want you guys to enjoy it too so absolutely and that's a wrap (laughs)